It took 40 days and 40 nights, but the three leaders trying to form a government have emerged from the wilderness with a deal in hand. The agreement between National Act and New Zealand First is now going back to the various parties' board for approval, with the grand reveal expected tomorrow. Here's our Deputy Political Editor, Craig McCulloch. The final puzzle piece falling into place. One Winston Peters, the third of the triumvirate to depart Auckland. See you guys. Are you off to Wellington? Take a while, guess. The flight did little to improve his mood. The New Zealand first leader batting away reporters on arriving in the capital. Thank you guys, there's no interview going on here, all right? One more time, there's no interview going on here. His mood perhaps matches the country's, with a Talbot Mills poll showing two-thirds of voters think the talks have taken too long. Today marks 40 days since the election and 20 since the final count. Day after day of hopeful sounds continuing over these final hours. We really are very close. Looks like a deal is close. I think we've made good progress. Progress is being made and more progress will continue to be made. Only this time the positivity was warranted. Just over an hour ago a joint statement was issued from all three leaders. Negotiations were over and each party was now going through the motions for final sign-off. We've come through you know, a long and, and I know many people would say too long process but it's come together to create a very good deal. It could actually uh, spell an end to uh, Shane Jones uh, sort of uh, swivelling around with uh, biblical quotes. The final stage of the talks has been held up by the critical question of who will get Deputy Prime Minister David Seymour or Winston Peters. Today that sticking point came unstuck and a solution found, but who landed that particular bauble remains unclear. The prospect of a deputy duo has been on the table, though Mr Peters made his thoughts on that very clear today. Well, we've never had a co-deputy prime minister, ever. Why are we starting marking that there? We've never had one in this country. Why do you think that's the case? Perhaps not a co-deputy arrangement then, but a job share is still not impossible, perhaps half a term each. Either that or an exchange, one job for another. All those details tomorrow. Just one more sleep. And our political editor, Jane Patterson, joins us now from our Parliament studio. So, Jane, a deal, but no detail. That's right. So confirmation today that the negotiations have concluded and now the deals go off for ratification to the party's various boards and caucuses. Some interesting detail there by Christopher Luxon this afternoon. He said that ACT and National basically know the guts of what each other is getting. He described it as macro, that they have a sense, um, but maybe not those last final details. And that could come down to, for example, who is getting ministerial, which ministerial portfolios, but look, both of those parties are going to have a very good idea through the negotiations what they're going to end up with. So uh, that goes off to ratification. Christopher Luxon said he's very confident that that will get signed off. It's really more of a formality. And then tomorrow uh, at Parliament there'll be a signing ceremony and he also said that the full deal will be revealed tomorrow but it sounds like that might be in a a separate event. Um, All of the policy concessions that have been made and also those ministerial portfolios um, and potentially the whole cabinet lineup. We're not sure about that yet um, because that would include national party ministers um, but I would expect that that would be part of it tomorrow. So yeah, the big reveal on Friday. And what did Christopher Luxon say about how these three parties are going to work together and potentially manage conflict? 
I asked him about the relationships and how they had come out of these uh, weeks of negotiations. And look, Christopher Luxon and Winston Peters did have um, a bit to do with each other when Chris Luxon headed Air New Zealand, but obviously in this political environment, it's quite different and they didn't have a political relationship um, and neither did David Seymour and Winston Peters. So there has to have, have been some relationship building through that time. Uh, Chris Luxon said that through that process, they have developed trust. They've also developed and thought about ways that they can manage any disputes that might arise in the coalition. And there are precedents for that in terms of uh, processes or mechanisms that the various coalition governments can lay out and put in place, whether it's committees or a dispute process. Um, that will all be part of it as well. But uh, look, it's going to be challenging. This three-party coalition, of course, is historic. It's unique to New Zealand politics. Uh, this country hasn't had a coalition with three parties in it. And you've already seen some of the back and forth and that Deputy Prime Ministership that Craig alluded to, um, you know, was just one example where Act in New Zealand First came head to head and that's had to be resolved. It's been kept really locked down in terms of what it was, but um, I think we'll be looking out for that job share sort of situation, not a not a co-deputy leader where they each are co-deputies, but um, half a term maybe each. So I think that's how it's been resolved. But yeah, uh, a, a very they will have to make sure those relationships are as strong as they can be going in because, uh, as I said, it's a, a challenging and unique situation and there's no manual for all of this stuff. Do you think that MPs in all three parties know who is getting what? Do they know if they've got a portfolio at this stage? So the caucuses will be briefed tonight and that is part of the ratification process. So at that point the, the various caucuses will be shown the deal that they have, that they have been offered. Um, not quite sure how much visibility the, the members of the caucus other than the leaders will actually get on the other party's deal, um, but the leader of those respective parties would be able to brief them. Now, Chris Luxon said that he will inform National Party ministers tomorrow morning if they have missed out on a portfolio because the other consequence of having three parties in a coalition is you have to then accommodate the three parties in a cabinet, um, which is generally you know, about 20 positions. So if you bring an act in New Zealand first, um, then you have to start cutting the number of positions available to your own people. And of course, in opposition, MPs, they take on a portfolio. Um, there's an expectation that if they do well and stay in that portfolio, they will be given that um, cabinet or, or ministerial position, but that might not be the case. So, look, there will be some disappointed members of the National Party caucus tomorrow, but they'll be told um, ahead of that signing ceremony and um, media conference laying out all the details tomorrow. So back to Parliament on the 5th of December, Christopher Luxon says, not leaving much time, running out of runway to get those things done that he's promised in the first 100 days. A lot of the first 100 days, and I suppose the caveat is, will the first 100-day plan look similar to the one that National campaigned on? I imagine the substance of it will remain, but there might be some tweaks. But a lot of it is actually legislative and rolling back um, policies or legislation put in place um, by the past two governments. So actually that can be done under urgency. It can be done relatively quickly. Uh, the one thing, of course, that there was a lot of debate over was the tax plan and how that was going to shake out in these negotiations and the way to fund it. Uh, so 
in the 100-day plan as it stands, there's actually not too much National has to do immediately. They just are going to, in that plan, it's just to instruct public service agencies to get on and start making those savings. So they have room with those tax cuts not coming into July. But look, it's going to be a busy um, period. I imagine they'll put the House under urgency to legislate um, and get through a lot of those things. There are tax changes with fuel taxes. They're going to roll those sort of things back so you could have an omnibus tax um, omnibus tax bill making a number of those changes but yeah not not very much time to actually get through what they need to and also of course that mini budget is also going to have to be squeezed in to the time between uh, the 5th of December and uh, Christmas Eve. Thank you Jane that is our political editor Jane Patterson joining us live from Parliament.